0: The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done the glory of thy holy name amen the almighty and merciful lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins true repentance amendment of life and the grace and consolation of his holy spirit amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show
0: forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalms 29 and 93. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Ascribe unto the Lord, worship and strength.
1: Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Worship the Lord with holy worship. The voice of the Lord
0: is upon the waters. It is the glorious God that maketh the thunder.
1: It is the Lord that ruleth the sea. The voice of the Lord is mighty in operation. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice. The voice
0: of the Lord breaketh the cedar trees. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon.
1: He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon also, and Syria like a young unicorn.
0: The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. Yea, the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh.
1: The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to bring forth young, and strippeth bare the forests. In his temple doth everything speak of his honor. The Lord sitteth
0: above the water flood and the Lord remaineth a king for ever.
1: The Lord shall give strength unto his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace.
0: The Lord is king, and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel, and girded himself with strength.
1: He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved.
0: Ever since the world began, hath thy seat been prepared. Thou art from everlasting.
1: The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are
0: mighty and rage horribly. But yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier.
1: Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house forever. Glory be to the Father,
0: and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the twenty-fourth chapter of the book of Exodus. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain, and be there. And I will give you tablets of stone, and the law and commandments which I have written, so that you may teach them. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Indeed, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man has a difficulty, let him go to them. Then Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days and on the seventh day he called to moses out of the midst of the cloud the sight of the glory of the lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of israel so moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain and moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights here ended the first lesson
0: as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end.
1: Amen. Here beginneth the 13th verse of the third chapter of the Book of Philippians. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I pressed toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore let us, as many as are mature, have this mind, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us be of the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern for many walk of whom i have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of christ whose end is destruction whose god is their belly and whose glory is in their shame who set their mind on earthly things for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly await for the savior the lord jesus christ who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now
0: lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles,
1: Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O God, who on the Mount didst reveal to chosen witnesses Thine only begotten Son, wonderfully transfigured, in raiment white and glistering, mercifully grant that we, being delivered from the disquietude of this world, may be permitted to behold the King in his beauty, who with thee, O Father, and thee, O Holy Ghost, liveth and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. Happy Transfiguration Day to everyone. Tonight we are getting, as we got last night on the eve of the Transfiguration, we're getting the, sort of the Moses side of it in our Exodus lesson where Moses is called upon the mountain to receive the, the law of the Lord um, in, the, in the midst of the fire that threatens to melt the mountains. And as, as we get into this, it's, it's significant for us to look at the Psalms, um, which have a, a real common thread among them of, again, like last night, the kingship of God It's contrasted with this recurring image in the poetry of the Psalms um, of of these churning waters, these water floods. Um, And it helps for us to understand what's going on there. Um, The the image of the water floods is always a callback to Genesis 1, where God calls the creation forth by the by the power of his word out of the, uh, the the formless and void waters, um, as the poetry of the creation story uh, reads, it, that the spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and then God said, let there be light, and there was light, and the earth was formless and void prior to that word. That sort of image of the water floods itself is a, in Genesis, is a um, a way of um, sort of critiquing the mythologies of a lot of the um, surrounding civilizations around Israel at the time, particularly those of the great um, Mesopotamian sim- civilizations to the north um, and even I would say to the the civilizations to the south um, in uh, particularly with Egypt, um, both of which uh, to the north and south had a significant uh, central water image as the as this sort of great um, ancient you know ancient power that preceded even the power of the gods. And for the Israelites to have this God who is above that water and is and just orders that water around to do whatever he tells it to do is a way of saying that our God um, precedes the most ancient thing you can imagine and is more powerful than it. And whereas your gods are afraid of that thing, our God is not. Um, and so it, it really is a way of kind of vaulting the greatness of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob over the um, the all other unGods of that of their part of the world, and really of of all gods, um, all unGods throughout the world. Uh, and so when Moses goes up to the mountain to commune with this God that in the preceding chapters has delivered them through the waters of the Red Sea on dry land and has brought them up as a people. It's an image of that psalm again, that the Lord is the King to order the waters back, that His own people go through on dry land, and then they close in on their enemies who are in hot pursuit. And he meets with this God on the mountain, which terrifies everybody else. Um, and because because if the God has power over the waters like this, this ancient sort of primordial cha- chaotic um, power, this ancient casonic power uh then then this god must be sort of terrifying to behold, more terrifying than any god that has ever been conceived of. And yet Moses is drawn by the calling of God up to commune with this God on the mountain, which is you know breaking under the you know, under the magnificence of God's approach. Um and so that's understood to be the sort of background image that we just all know going into the Transfiguration story, we'll read at Mass tomorrow. Where Peter, James, and John are invited up to the mountain, like Moses is tonight, like Elijah was last night, uh, and in order to behold the God whose glory melts the mountains, um, and to and to be and in the transfiguration of Christ, the glory of Christ, and the cloud descending, and the voice that speaks in the cloud. Um, All of this is meant to unify these three accounts, the the mosaic, the Elijah, and now the apostolic, as one continuous encounter with the God on the mountain, um, who then speaks of the things that must must be, the things that must come. And so what does that mean? As we go into uh, St. Paul, who is really, you could look at his entire corpus of writing as a kind of ongoing meditation on this very thing, on this very mystery. On the continuity of the god of his forefathers and having now visited um, and redeemed his people and what the ramifications are that of that for the whole world going forward and he he, uh, he says a lot of things about it but in our lesson tonight from philippians 3 he's he's getting at um, something that i think it's important for us to remember that um, uh, when we think of the incarnation of jesus christ that the fullness of the glory of god is made to dwell in perfect unity with humanity with the gift of humanity that our lady the virgin mary makes to god through her yes at the annunciation that the transfiguration is the is kind of the is the is the revealing of what the destiny of that humanity that mary donates as a gift to god is what the destiny of that gift is, and it and as it is, you know, when that Jesus in taking our humanity to himself, uh, re- glorifies and in fact, almost di- and in fact, divinizes that humanity, and it reveals the destiny of all those who are who are who, be, who will be made to share the life of that Son of God, to share the life of Jesus Christ, uh, which we uh, which comes through baptism, as Paul has said in Philippians prior to this. So what does that mean for us? Um, It helps us to have a kind of reorientation in our understanding of things. We often think of when Jesus comes to us uh, in the incarnation, when he when he is born and, 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 and comes to dwell among us. We think that God sort of makes himself really small and comes down to kind of do the best he can with our sort of mess of things down here and sort things out slowly but surely and kind of bring order to this thing. And the the real image we're we're meant to understand by the incarnation is that um, Jesus is not trying to is not as much bringing God to kind of like dwell in this tiny little box on Earth, but rather he is taking a gift of our human he's taking the gift of our humanity and is bringing it into himself. That is uh, that is I think the more central significant way to understand the incarnation is in God becoming man. He takes our humanity and brings it into God. He brings us into God he doesn't try to he's not not bringing god to kind of like you know kind of come to come to fix things you know and, and sort out our little worldly ways of things um he is not sort of he's not patching things up for us he is bringing us into a into a life and a way of living that we can we cannot imagine that is that is the divine life of god himself and so when paul says i press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in christ jesus this is the thing he's saying that the trajectory of Christian life, that our destiny as Christians is to be brought into the life of God. And as we are brought into the life of God, we will become more and more glorious, like Jesus himself is revealed to be glorious on the mountaintop. But Paul, as Paul understands and speaks much in Philippians about, that is not that is inextricable from the the passion of christ the as jesus says on the mountaintop with moses and elijah he spoke of the decease that he must make at jerusalem um and as he enters into his glory and so um the the, the way that this ties together is that as we are um, brought into the glory as we are as our as our life is made more like the glorious life of christ um, revealed on the mountaintop um, we will be made partakers as well of his cross and passion um, that we might be made partakers of the glory of his resurrection and so what this re- what this is for us is that we must take the whole of the Christian life now um, Paul says I press on toward the goal leaving behind what is you know what is before and pressing on toward what is ahead means to embrace our share of the cross so that we might embrace our share of the glorification of Jesus who will in due time uh, bestow that glory to us and make us glorious as he is glorious. So um, the destiny of our life is great, but, uh, you know, in that is also our share of the the hardship and of and our share of the cross as well. And as Christians, uh, the, the kind of the neutral posture of the mature Christian is to hold with an even hand both the, the cross and the resurrection in either hand and to walk with them, um, walk with them on the way that our Lord has called us. So a couple thoughts for tonight. Continuing with our intercession on page 590. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, support us all the day long, until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes, and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over, and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe lodging, a holy rest, and peace at the last through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
1: Amen. Thank
0: you all for being here tonight. And thanks to Robert, my co-leader tonight. Hope you have a wonderful Saturday evening. See you at church tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Father yeah. have See you, evening, everybody. Yes, thank you. That was so amazing and wonderful. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Father, for your meditation.